Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day. Hey. And welcome to the next episode of Just Just One One Thing. Thing. Just One Thing is the podcast of mindfulliving.today. And you can also find us on Facebook groups at Mindful Living Today and on Facebook at Mindful Couple. So with that said, today we are going to talk about should-dos. And really we're going to emphasize should-dos versus want-to-dos. I know both of us talk to clients whose lives are full of should do this, should do that, should do something else. And it causes them untold misery and consternation because there are more should do's than you can come up with than you could possibly (laughs) do in multiple lifetimes. Uh, So we wanted to talk a little bit about all of these should do's and how you can sort them out and how you can identify the want to do's to maybe replace them. So you was you sort of came up with this topic this morning. So why don't you elaborate a little bit on sort of the the trap, the conundrum, the paradox of of all of these should dos, and, okay. and how do you get out from under that, and what are they, and where do they come from? Wow, that's way that's of way, stuff. <laughs> way fifteen minutes or I, ten minutes or I whatever. Got a list. <laughs> um, so I feel as though of the two of us, I was much more aware of my should dos, mm-hmm. that voice in your head that says you should be doing something than you have been um, in the past. And so it's something that I had to devote quite a bit of practice to Mm -hmm. um, in order to learn a different way to navigate that replaying tape in my head. Um, and one, one of the things that I started to, and, and none of this is new, like this is not, I didn't come up with this. It's, it's in books. Therapists have been talking about it, whatever. So I'm not, I'm not, don't want to make it sound like I came up with it. Why don't you tell us? I, I'm not even quite sure I know what a should do is. Okay. I'm sorry. That's I'm, okay. My head, my head jumped ahead. Okay. All right. So should do's are the, the, it, to me, it is the voice in your head. It tends to be either society it tends to be a parent, uh, a mentor, uh, an adult in your child in your early years, okay. for the most part, I would say, that planted this idea in your head that there's something you should do in in any given situation. The, and and there's a there's usually a hook. There's a a responsibility to it mm-hmm. that um, to me is not it. it is frequently based on a store, a fallacy, or a, or a half-truth. So, for example, if you don't put out your best china when company comes over, mm. you're a bad hostess. So gotcha. you should, I should have put out my best china because now I'm a bad wife and mother and hostess. So that's, to me, the, the epitome of a should do. Okay. And so you get that, you hear as you're putting out the paper plates or the regular plates or whatever it is while you're entertaining, moms and grandmas and Aunt Susie's voices are in your head saying, gotcha. you should be... I, I got a good one. <laughs> go ahead. When, go I'm, ahead. when I'm sort of working with people to learn to eat more mindfully, yes. you know what stands in the way? I should clean my plate. Oh, yes. You know, everything yes. that's on, I should clean it, whether I'm full, right. whether I've had right. sufficient, whether I've... 
you know, whatever. So. Right. Yeah. And that's one that definitely came out of like depression era folks. Right. Or when you were hungry. Everybody was hungry. Starving. So how dare you not finish what's on your plate? Exactly. And that, and that the repercussion of that is obviously for most people weight gain. Right. Um, because that should do is telling you the wrong, it's the wrong message. So that's what a should do is. Mm-hmm. They come in all shapes and sizes. I know for my... I should become a doctor instead of become a potter. Right. Um, And I know for most of us, um, in the initial thinking of it, we we absolutely believe it's true. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard to step away and say, maybe maybe that's not necessary. Maybe I don't have to do that. Maybe I have a choice. Maybe I am an okay person, that kind of thing. So I think there's this this very mm, tricky relationship there between what we have been trained to believe is a truth and what is actually okay. what is actually the reality of the situation. Gotcha. So that's, okay. that's a should do. Okay. So go on then. Okay. So, um, <laughs> then the, it can trap you. It can drive you Oh my you gosh. It drives you crazy. If you have enough of them, you can do nothing else. Oh, right. And the, the problem with being unaware of how trapped you are by your should do's is that your life is either filled with things that you should do that you didn't want to do or don't have to do, or it's filled with the guilt from not having done all the should do's, all the should do's right. that you should have done. So so there's this, that's why I, I, I like the word paradox. I think it's a very tricky relationship that, that is very challenging to get sure. out of the habit of doing one or the other or both. Um, so do you want to add anything before I... Go ahead and, and, and riff on. <laughs> All right. So um, so I got to the point where my health and my well-being completely crashed, and I really could not function. I couldn't go on. I spent months, years actually, on my couch. Um, and one of the tools that I used was be raising my awareness about my should-dos. Okay. Um, and and how, how did you begin with that? Really, first of all, reading about it and recognizing okay, it should do was a thing. That's a thing, right. The yeah. thing that I need to be aware of. And then the next piece is being tuned in enough to my thoughts to hear it. Gotcha. So so first you have to understand that it is a thing, that maybe it's worth investigating. Mm-hmm. And then the next piece is listening for it right. so that you hear. And a lot of people, you know, when, when I talk about hearing a voice, I, I know several people who say, I don't, I don't have that. I don't do that. Um, and without poking at anybody, I, I genuinely believe everybody has, everybody has, has that voice. Everybody has that voice somewhere. You may have trained yourself not to hear it. Well, maybe just a societal norm, you know? Okay. You know, I, I should go to college. I should get a job that pays well. I should get married. I should have kids. The list goes on and on. Right. And there's, each of those has an attendant thing that's sort of wrapped into so our society. Right. And not say that that's, a, you know, something that most people desire. Right. But you really have to, because that, but that might not be the path. For you. That's best for everybody. But right. you're so programmed to listening to those should do's right. that you don't even question it. Right, right. And, and so you don't even think there's a voice. Right. Um, so, so to me, the first is understanding that that is a trap, and it can be a trap of very uh, profound negative impact mm-hmm. on your life and on your happiness and, and overall well-being. And I would say health as okay. well. Um, and the second thing is then listening for it and pausing okay. 
to have a choice. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, you want me to keep going? Keep going. Because <laughs> this, this is my area of expertise. I, I, I have worked on this a lot. <laughs> I have a lot of practice in this area. Um, so one of the things that I practiced doing was when I heard the should do voice, obviously catching it first, and then replacing it with, if I wanted to, I could. Hmm. Um, and so that really changed how how that information went into my my whole being. Right. It, it, it changed how I absorbed the message right. of it, should do. So it, you may end up be do, doing the same thing. Right. But you, it's a choice now. And right. it's something that you now want to do. Right. And that changes the whole thing. It goes from a job to a joy. Right. You know, in essence. Right. And and one of the <laughs> other things I added to that, if I, if I got stuck and I really wasn't sure, because there's a lot of times that should do's mm-hmm. are, are challenging, like I said, to decipher... Um, then I would ask myself, cause for example, I should do the laundry. Like there's no clean clothes in the house, should do the laundry. Well, you know what? I'm, I feel like crap. I'm tired. I had a long day. Don't want to do the laundry today or ever. I'm either okay. going to wear dirty right. clothes right. Or, or whatever uh, it is. I'm uh, going to be skunky for a couple days. Or I just buy new clothes. Or I buy new clothes. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So in that instance, you can, what I started to use was, does this serve my greater good? Okay. So if I get stuck, I can say, you know, if I wanted to, I could. Well, if I wanted to, I could do the laundry. Still don't want to do the laundry. Right. Does this serve my greater good? Well, I've got people coming Probably. over. Right. <laughs> right. I'm going to go for a job interview. Right. Um, you know, I don't want to, for example, I may know that I'm prone to depression. Uh-huh. And so once I get into this cycle sure. of not taking care of myself, that leads me down a, 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 a difficult road. Uh-huh. So in that case, no, doing the la- leaving the laundry alone and not doing it does not serve right. my greater so good. So even though it's not truly a I want to do, it right. still is serving my greater good. I'm, right. And I'm choosing to do and it. And then so. I choose, right, then I have the choice to do it as opposed to I'm on autopilot. If I don't do it, I've got this guilt thing in my head. Um, and so it gives you the choice of coming from a place of uh, empowered decision. Right. And as you were talking, I was thinking that, uh, you know, you talked early on about some of those should do's come from society. Right. They come from your family, et cetera. But what I have found is you may have should do's that you've built over an earlier part of your lifetime. Right. That aren't necessarily things that still hold true. Oh, absolutely. You know, so you've built your own list of should do's right. that nobody else gave you. You came up with them. Right. At one point they did serve you greater good, but now right. you're just locked into that and you need to sit back and think, wait a second. Right. This thing that I said I should do. Right. When I was 21, it's just driving me crazy now. It's not something that I really need to do anymore. All right, so give me an example. I couldn't come up with one. (laughs) (laughs) I can come up with one. Okay. You felt you should work out for two hours to two and a half hours every day, seven days a week when you were younger. Okay. I think you, I think you have changed that, and that I think that was definitely a should do. Well, it was yeah, it was a means to an end. Okay. And, uh, you know, to, to meet that end, I should do that. Right. And I think um, I may have continued to do that for the same amount of time, but I sort of switched that a while ago to become, does it serve my greater good? Is it okay. still tied to a goal that's worthwhile? Right. And that shifts over time, too. Yes. But that also lets me think about, and I'll change the subject just slightly and complicate okay. our discussion. I believe there are certain things that are must-dos. Okay. It may not be something I want to do, but, well, right. I, but I must do it. I must right. 
But sure. that serves my greater good. It does serve my greater good. I, I must change the baby's diaper when right. it's dirty. I must pay my taxes on time or risk well, the consequences. there's a repercussion, right. Risk, I must go get to work on time. Yes. Those kinds of things. So don't think that you have free reign to just right. do whatever the hell you want because I don't have to listen to my should-dos. Right. Because those, I guess those are should-dos. That's do's a different thing. That, right. But I just wanted to throw that in there. Right. Because it's, it's not, when you're talking about should-dos versus want-to-dos, that's not the sum total of all the things that no, you do. No, and I and right. I yeah, and I it's the should do's are to me, to me they're they're tied to uh, e- ego defining yourself uh-huh. or being defined by others. Gotcha. You know, okay. t- frequently. Uh-huh. So again, I'm going to go back to uh, because it's an easy connection for me. If if you are entertaining, mm-hmm. you should <laughs> you should not put. Any bags of snacks, for example, on the table with company. So don't they inter- should go in baskets. So don't entertain like a frat house party. <laughs> That's the should do. The should do is if I put a bag of chips on my table, I can hear my mom's voice in my head. Well, you should you should put that in the basket. Right, gotcha. Do I need? I absolutely do not need to use a basket. It no. is okay. it is okay. So that to me is you and you mentioned like well you should be a doctor. You're really smart, right? You should be a doctor. Um, our family is all lawyers. You should be a lawyer. Right. You should be uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, here's a great story. So I knew a woman homeschooling, and um, she was very organic in her homeschooling. Okay. So it was very what they call child driven. So right. the kids, it was a very educational home environment. The mm-hmm. kids were allowed to follow whatever interested them. Um, one of her children d- decided that they wanted to go to college to study chemistry. Okay. Very upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> or requires a certain structure to accumulate the knowledge. Because necessary. they should want this freedom of every education oh, uh-huh. that she had provided them and they should go out and, and discover on their own versus falling into what society's expectation is of what you do after high school. That's a, that's an ass backwards to me, right. you, you know, <laughs> but right. that's a should do. She right. was, she was appalled that gotcha. her child wanted to go to college and study chemistry. But that was a want to do for the child. The child was a want to do, but right. the mom was trying to impose her right. should do. Right. You should want gotcha. to always follow so this organic. It. Yes. So, yes. So I may want to set a beautiful table yes. with folded napkins yes. and polished silverware. Right. Um, and somebody and, and but but my parents may have been raised with bag chips and right. paper plates. And they wanted to free you from all right. of those societal expectations. <laughs> right. So you got to—I guess—you got to worry about it being flipped around, right? Particularly if you're raised by you know more more counterculture kind of people and that yes. kind of stuff, or people that are just different from you. You right. know, frequently our parents are not exactly. Right. We we do some of us are you know not the same as our parents, which is completely fine as long as you're you know not disrespectful to their values and and what they want to do. But at the same time, things like entertaining or how you raise your kids or how you choose to live your life. Right. Uh, whatever their beliefs are, they're good. those should do's so, are going to be. So, so we're full of should do's. I guess each of those should do's, you should examine it and say, if I want to, I could. I could. And maybe if you, even if you don't want to, ask, does it serve my greater, greater good? good? And I, right. even though I don't want to, I still do it. Right. But I really, it's it's all about being mindful yes. of those Just, decisions right. of what's driving you. Where does your desire or where does your impulse to do a behavior or take an action come, come from? from? And make sure it's not just a should do that you are robotically 
right you know following right. and doing that's filling your day and you're not particularly happy pleased right well and, and, your and not pushing back against that should do without awareness hmm. to me creates a lot of guilt gotcha so so you're just kind of stuck in this guilt pushback pattern right that there's really very little gotcha. happiness there okay so what's your one thing in this category? I, I kind of dominated the scene here. I, I liked it. It allowed me to just sit there, <laughs> but I know my brain sort of went into sort of like dormant mode. So when you ask me you what's, should a, be paying what's attention. an example, I'm like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> my just one thing I think is where you started is just be aware that should do's is a thing. Right. Your life, if you don't pay attention and are mindful, is full of those. Oh and your gosh. life can be driven by them and you can spend 90% plus of your time doing should do's that are not necessarily what you want to do right and not necessarily serving your greater good exactly the examined life is the life that you want to live perfect I, I don't know that I can add to that okay the, the one thing is just awareness that maybe you're having those thoughts and then what can you replace it with that's that's positive and so you can find us at mindful living dot today until yes. next time this has been just one just thing, one thing.